Hello my listeners out there, I welcome you to yet another exciting edition of Good Success on Air with Bam Daily John. Good Success on Air with Bam Daily John is a success inspirational and multimedia podcast that is designed by God to help people make their way prosperous and for them to have good success in their family life, business life and career. I am still your host, Bam Daily John. Today I'm going to be talking about the topic that is tied to the place of dreams in purpose fulfillment part 4. The place of dreams in purpose fulfillment Part four. Let us pray. Father, in Jesus' name, most high God, we thank you Lord for another opportunity to hear this word. I pray that this word comfort in the name of Jesus, that it comfort with power, it comfort with excellence and simplicity. As many that will hear this word, I pray for them that this word will become spirit and life to them. Bible says that the word that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. I declare and decree that this word becomes spirit and life to them in the name of Jesus. Animate this word. Let this word come alive. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We continue the place of dreams in purpose fulfillment part four. Now, in our purpose fulfillment strategy or system, you must realize that men and women that change the world are men and women that have big dreams. In our purpose fulfillment strategy or system, you must realize that men and women that change the world are men and women that have that are dreamers. In the womb of destiny, you must dream. You must not just only dream, you must have what big dreams. What this what Disney, you know, the one that owned Disneyland in the US, quoted by you know, quoted and I say, he said. If you can dream it, you can do it. What Disney, you know, was quoted by saying, if you can dream it, you can do it. Dreams do come true. I want you to know that. That whatever the human mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. Ask Joseph, he will tell you. You know, Joseph in the Bible dreamt of becoming great at the age of 17. Then at 30, age 30, his dream of greatness came to pass. So although, although it took him 13 years, but eventually the vision spoke. Eventually his dream came to pass. So dreams always come to pass if you can hold on and believe in your dream because there is power in dreams. Now, behind great corporations in the world like Microsoft, Apple, Protag Gamble, Infinix Corporation, and Samsung Corporation are dreamers. I repeat, behind great corporations like Microsoft, Apple, Protagambu, Infinix, Dell Corporation, Samsung are what are dreamers who dream and never went back to their sleep. They didn't go back to that sleep. The problem is that we, we the problem we have today is that you know a lot of people dream and go back to sleep. When you go back to sleep. How can your dream of greatness come true? When you sleep, dream and go back to sleep, how can your dream of greatness come to reality? Many people's dreams have been aborted because of what? Laziness. Because they sleep too much. Lazy people have been robbed, you know. Laziness has robbed a lot of people from fulfilling their God-ordained purpose in life. To fulfill your dreams and your God-ordained purpose in life, you must open your eyes and wake up from your sleep and start working on your dream. I repeat, to fulfill your 
the dreams and God ordained purpose in life, you must open your eyes and wake up from that sleep and or that dream and start working on your dream. Proverbs 20 verse 13 says, Love not sleep lest thou come to poverty. Open your eyes and thou shalt be satisfied with bread. Similarly, Proverbs 6 verse 6 to 11, talking about the sluggard and the lazy, says, Go to the hand, thou sluggard. Consider our ways and be wise, which having no guide or overseer or ruler, provided our own summer, our own meat in summer, and gather our harvest, our food in the harvest. How long will thou sleep, O sluggard, when you arise from your sleep? Yet a little sleep and a little slumber, a little folding of the hand to sleep. So shall thy poverty come as one that traveleth, and thy one as an armed man. Meaning, if you sleep too much, your poverty is coming with GPS. It will locate you. You can't run from it. So, meaning, there is no place at the top for a lazy man. As a man who, you know, if you sleep too much, if you love sleep, you become poor. Laziness breeds lack, and lack breeds poverty. People are poor because they are lazy. People are poor because they sleep too much. A lazy man is always looking for what? For luck. When he will get lucky, they are looking for the day they will get lucky. That that is why they are always looking for all kinds of get rich quick means like internet fraud, yahoo yahoo, scams, you know, which include looking for one sugar daddy or sugar mommy to solve all their plenty poverty problems. They involve in various schemes and get rich gimmicks like playing of loto, pools, naira bed, to mention but a few. They have no dream of whatsoever, and if and if they and if at all they have a dream, they will go back to their sleep, and that's why they are poor. Because they believe that one day, let me say this in English, one day they will say, My life go better. <laughs> and funny enough, still counting, their life has not become better because. Every day they still, still dream, you know, have that dream of greatness, but they still go back to their sleep. The poor, you know, the poor, nobody believes in luck like, like the poor. I'm telling you the truth. Poor people just wait for the day they will be lucky. They just wait for that day that, you know, they will just be going on the road and they will pick one million on the floor as if money grows on the road. Poor people believe so much in luck. They even pray for it. And sometimes fast for it. They move from one prayer mountain to another prayer mountain. Looking for luck. I'm not against you going to pray on mountains. You know, I do go pray on mountains once in a while. But when you are going there, you know, just to pray for luck and you don't put your brain to work, you will be, have plenty of poverty. There are all kinds of prayer, you know, people like this. Poor people pray for luck. They pray a prayer like, the wind of favor, let it blow and let me jam lock as I go out today. They say, oh Lord, as I'm going out today, let me pick money on the road. Let people dash me money. <laughs> All those prayers are lazy man's prayer. Don't just, you know, keep expecting a miracle. You know, these people, sorry, they just keep expecting a miracle. They just keep expecting that somebody will just favor them out of the blue. Those are the signs of deprivation. 
it is affecting his brain. I'm telling you the truth. If you think that way, there are signs that your dream, your brain is under the attack of poverty. You are no longer exercising creative innovativeness, overlap. You are no longer engaging and you know tasking your mind creatively to solve your personal financial problem. You are passing your financial problem over. And you know, somebody define poverty or poor, being poor as passing over opportunity repeatedly. P-O-O-R, poor, means passing over opportunity repeatedly. You know, they pass it down to him from his father. His father it was passed down to him by his, from his great-grandfather. And that's how they pass it to his own generation. Now, he's, if his care is not taken, he's going to pass the same poverty to what? To his children. By the virtue of going to, you know, Roto kiosk at 8 a.m. where your mates are already at work. You can't put your brain to work. Friends, you need to create your own luck. I have found out that the harder I work, this luckier I become. Those who follow after, you know, principle, this principle, create their own luck. The major difference between poor people and rich people is poor people wait for luck while rich people create their own luck by being determined, being focused, and being what creative. They provoke eternal principles and they create their own luck. The rich are not strategizing some gimmicks to, you know, to get lucky. Their brain is what is always working. They are not like the poor, you know, like poor people who wake up early in the morning to go out to what to another church, a shop, or kiosk or lotto kiosk to be permutating and forecasting, forecasting, permutating and forecasting their destiny. You know, if and if I thought they will win, probably you know maybe once in five years, and what they will win before they win. Maybe they will have lost, if not thousands, of nairas to what to the betting shop. They will just hit some little naira. That if at all they get lucky at all. And when they get lucky, if they meet hit one, uh, you know, hit one million today, we have cases of people that you know won hundreds millions of dollars through lottery, and they ended up becoming poor. Meaning that what their mind is not refined. If you are like that, or you have a friend, you know that is always thinking or having that mentality check his brain it is because that mindset is under is a mentality of the brain that has been what damaged by poverty now how do you know that poverty has damaged your brain there are signs there are characteristics that your brain has been destroyed by poverty and one of which is such individual we have a survival mentality because the man is coming from a deprived society. He will always be looking for what? Thinking survivor. If you put such person in an office and there is money in that office, before you know it, he will embezzle it. Take that man and put him in, you know, in an office. And in two weeks' time, go. Maybe in that office, it was the fridge was stuck with what? With drinks, you know, with uh, refreshment drink and the rest of it was stuck with a lot of things. You see that you go back to that office, you see that he has messed up the whole office, drink everything and, you know, make a fool of himself. Why? Because something is wrong with his brain. Deprivation. You see, deprivation is very dangerous. How do you feel putting a monkey as a security in a banana plantation? That is how I see every man raised in a deprived society that is placed in a public office. You know, that is placed with people's fund, it will embezzle it very soon. 
Now there that now there is something that poverty does if you are if you are raised in a deprived environment. If you are raised in deprivation, you will not know it has affected your brain. You will not even know it. It has, you know, started affecting, you know, the way you are speaking. And there must be conscious, intentional and calculated step, you know, you must take to regain back yourself from that poverty mentality. Because the same poverty that has destroyed your brain, we need the same brain to destroy that poverty if you are to gain, you know, regain your mindset. That's why the Bible tells us that we have the mind of Christ. Throughout the journey of Christ, he never taught poverty. No. That, you know, um, there was no food in the desert. And Jesus was shouting, hey, the government of Caesar is one that does not have, uh, that is not making me to have money to what to feed these people. No. What happened? There was a problem in the desert. People needed food. And what? Jesus provided it without naira. Look at that. Without dollars. So it is, if you can have this mindset that I can make it against all odds. Who can make it in the desert? It's impossible. But if you can think, Dubai was, you know, a land of desert, was full of desert, was a desert land. But today, Dubai is one of the choicest destinations of people in the world because they had a leader that thought outside the bus that this desert can become what? A fruitful, you know, land. And today, Dubai is where they are today because of what? A man you know, had a winning mentality. Now, what are the symptoms of a man that has survival mentality? One of the, one of it is that people we always, such people we always, or an, such an individual we always find, such an individual we always find somebody to blame for his or her problem. You know, that it is this husband that I marry, or it is this wife that I marry that I'm poor. Or he will say that it is because my brother in the US did not help me, that's why I'm poor. They will also say, can you imagine what I'm passing through? Honestly, he, he complains and complains until that complaints turn to what goes to a level of causes. You ask him, why are you poor? He will tell you honestly, it is this APC government in power. It is this Buhari APC-led government. That's why I'm poor. But ask him another question. When it was Abacha, how much was he able to make? So what are we saying? Anybody that justifies his or her poverty as an evidence of injustice, he or she has become a subject of it. You know, in English, that's what we call subject and an object. So when you, you know, you are way around blaming people about your situation, about your poverty, it's a sign that what poverty has affected your brain. Agreed, there is poverty in the land, but what can you do to get out of it? Because complaining about the problem will not help you. Those kind of people are Muslim. That is why you will see them assessing and forming clique with their likes, with themselves, because it is less threatening. They form what I call pity party association. They are consoling and justifying their problem among themselves, blaming bad government, bad uncles or brothers, and so on. And when this set of people, when this set of same set of people associate with the rich, the only thing they will want from the rich is to, for the rich to give them money. I stand to be corrected, but I want you. I want to tell you this today: that what you need from a rich man is not his money, but what his idea. What you need from a rich man is not what his money, but the information on how he got his money. And I can guarantee you that if a rich man gives you millions today, because of your poor 
money management, your poverty me- mentality, you will soon become poor. It is like you taking a pig out of the mud and dressing him, you know, with the best dress in the world. You will see that in no time, that pig will go back to the mud and roll that expensive dress, you know, you place on him in the mud. That is exactly because it was wired for the mud. That is exactly the way it is when a rich man gives you money and your mindset or your mind is not refined. Don't you know that the poor, instead of learning how to become rich, they just want to receive from the rich? Those are the things that poverty does. They will paint the picture of, for instance, ha, ah, if you know what I am going through, I see they are the one carrying all the problems of the country. They blame this and blame that, you know, as responsible for their problem. Well, it is true that some of these things, you know, are there and can be true. But I want to, I want you to hear what the Word of God says. He says that there is no temptation that comes to you that is not common to man. First Corinthians chapter thirteen, chapter ten, verse thirteen says, "There is no temptation take, there is no temptation taking you, so, but so that as as is not common to man. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted beyond beyond that you are able. But with it, with the temptation, also make a way of escape that you will be able to bear it. God will not allow you. What task you say that God will not allow you to be tempted above what your brain can handle." It will never happen. But in the same difficulty, if you trust Him, if you trust God, He will make a way for you out of nowhere to escape. You know, it will, it will make a way of escape for you that will enable you to what to profit from it. It is the evil the enemy intended, but God will turn it for your good. If only you can trust Him. For with God, nothing shall be what. All things are possible. For with God, all things are possible, and with God, nothing shall be impossible. And that is for those who care to believe. There must be a strong believing in your dreams that I can make it. For it is to you according to your faith, not according to the dollar rate or naira rate. Some of you have never owed even owed dollars in your lifetime before. So stop blaming the dollars or exchange rate for your problem. Have a strong belief that no matter your situation, no matter your background, no matter how you find yourself against all odds, you will make it. There must be a confidence and self-belief in you that you will what you will make it. Tell yourself, I have what it takes to create wealth. The fullness of Godhead of the Godhead dwell in me bodily. So against all odds, I will make it. Watch it. Therefore, when you meet anybody blaming any everybody, it is a sign that their brain has been destroyed or damaged by poverty. And such an individual may not go far or cannot go far in life. When you have a dream, it will propel you, you know, to live above the poverty and hardship in the land. That you will not, you know, just have a survival mentality, but you have a winning mentality. I can see you rising above the poverty and difficulty in the land in Jesus' name. God bless you. However, I will not close this podcast without, you know, praying for us. Many of you that are under the sound of my voice that you want to give your life to Jesus. If you want to give your life to Jesus from any part of the world, you are listening to me, pray this prayer after me, say, Lord Jesus, come to my life. I believe that you died for me. I believe that you rose again this third day as for a day. Jesus, come in my life. Be my Lord and Pastor Sibor. Cancel my name from the book of the Rise my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you have said that prayer, congratulations, we believe you just come and got born again. Look for a Bible believing church. I begin to attend. God bless you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget, I just released a new book titled 
strategic prayer skills to get a copy you can you know at a at an affordable price you can you know send me a whatsapp on plus two three four seven zero three three nine three one two seven four that's plus two three four seven zero nine three one two seven four you can send me an email or babdejohn zero at gmail.com and for those of you that live in ibadan please watch out you know for our ibadan school of marriage conference and taking place in october 2021 you know i will see you there thank you for listening details of this and many more you'll be getting in our subscribe podcast thank you for listening to me it is good source on air with bamdejohn it is i bamdejohn sign out God bless you.